At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke, presented by Bed Rivers. Welcome into Rush Hour, presented by Bed Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, as always, and we thank you for joining us on this Friday evening. A great one at that. The Cubbies got the job done today. Old capacity, fun series to look forward to with the Cardinals. So everybody in the Chicagoland area having some fun tonight. And we're looking forward to having a great show. Be talking a little bit of football later on the program because, look, we haven't talked about the NFL market at quite some time and the big movement with Julio Jones going to the Titans. What impact is that going to have out in the AFC? And we'll take a look at some of his props. Eric Eager, co-host of PFF Forecast, will be joining us to give us his thoughts on that. Plus, we got plenty of NBA action coming your way. Aaron Bruski, GM over at Hoopball. He's been on the show plenty of times. We'll get his thoughts, bets, and more for the two games tonight in the NBA. You know I've got some props, so we'll be sure to delve into that, along with tonight's Major League Baseball slate. So plenty to get to on Rush Hour this evening. As always, we are live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino, and it's getting more and more crowded as we anticipate that action all about to be underway tonight. And let's get you started with the look in the NBA. And I did tweet something about this out earlier at Danny Burke 5. You can follow me on Twitter. And this is kind of an interesting angle that I saw because this game is going to take place on Sunday. We saw the Bucks finally take advantage of this Nets team last night. And now the series is 2-1 in favor of Brooklyn. But what does that do for the odds going forward in terms of some futures? Well, you want to look at the exact prices Kind of just, you know, betting who's going to win in five, six, seven. Uh, 
the one that stood out to me first, and overall the Nets really quick, they are still the favorite to win the series, minus 385, the Bucks plus 290. But the thing that stood out to me the most, because if you think the Nets are going to win on Sunday, and at this point I truly do, and honestly, realistically, I think they close this one out in five, but, you know, six, maybe just a little bit of insurance could be a good move, and I'll get to that in a sec. But look, the Nets to win in five at Bet Rivers plus 160. Now, another angle that you can bet, which we've done before and which we've been kind of looking into in many series, the total number of games played and under five and a half is plus 180, but for the Nets to win in five is plus 160. That is literally the same bet because the only team who can win in five games is the Brooklyn Nets. It's just formatted and worded differently, except you're getting 20 cents better if you played under five and a half at plus 180 as opposed to the Nets to win in five at plus 160. Now, there could be many reasons why that is, but overall, it just goes to show, again, that if you're really paying attention to some of these bets and how they're worded differently, they're virtually the same in a lot of these cases, and you can find kind of some of these discrepancies that get left out or maybe not paid attention to as much. Plus 180, you're getting 20 cents better for literally the same bet that's just worded differently. So if you think the Nets win in five, go ahead and bet the series total games played under five and a half at plus 180 as opposed to the Nets winning four to one in the series at plus 160. But now with that being said, you know, I did make a bet in regards to that same realm, right in that similar category. I did the series total games played under six and a half at minus 230. Now I understand you're probably, well, what the heck are you laying minus 230 for? And again, we do this on the show sometimes where if you have enough conviction with the bet, I always say you got to be willing to lay enough. And this is a little bit excessive, I understand. But in my mind, there's no chance I see this series going to seven games. Again, if I really, you know, had the gun to my head and I had to imagine what would happen, I'd say the Nets probably win in five. But in case they don't, I still think they get the job done in six. And so, you know, minus 230, if you're still betting your standard unit, I think this is a solid play to make. And it actually moved up to about minus 240 a little bit after I placed that bet. But I think this one ends in six or less. But like I was saying, honestly, I think... The Nets get the job done on Monday and then in game five as well. But just for the security, I'm laying a little bit more. And if you're kind of putting both of the money lines together with the Nets in this next game and then assuming what they're going to be at home for game five, it was going to, in my mind, add up more than 230. So instead of rolling over, I just elected to do that instead because I don't think the Bucks are going to win in six. It's going to be the Nets. And I don't want to pay, uh, play the exact price at just three to one or the plus 160 or plus 180 like we just talked about. Lay the minus 230 for this series to end in under six and a half games. So six games or less, that's what I'm thinking this series ends with. But just again, wanted to point out some of these discrepancies that are readily available at a lot of these books that you could take advantage of. Look at those total number of games played in a lot of these series. And the reason I kind of picked this one out in particular is because I feel like this series, more than the others, you have more of a feel of what should and or could happen as opposed to a series like the Sixers and Hawks, which is kind of up in the air. Maybe the Clippers come back against the Jazz. The Nuggets get the dub tonight against the Suns. Who knows? But the Nets are the far and more superior team, in my opinion, than the Milwaukee Bucks, despite what happened in Game 3. Once again, welcome into the show. It is Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook right here in Des Plaines, Illinois, on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Tonight, we got a lot of action coming your way. We were just talking about some series bets in terms of the NBA. Aaron Bruski of Hoopball will be joining us in five minutes to give his thoughts on not only the Futures Department, but tonight's slate of games as well. But basically what I was saying, if you're looking to bet a series like the Nets and the Bucks. You can bet the total amount of games played under 5.5 at plus 180. You get a better price as opposed to the Nets in the exact price or the exact result at 4-1 to one at plus 160. So be sure to seek out those discrepancies. 
but more so the bet that I did make officially, the series total games played under six and a half. I laid minus 230. It's aggressive. It's a lot. I understand. Very chalky. My mind, no chance this series reaches seven games. And if you want it to roll over the money line with the Brooklyn Nets, I'm imagining that it's going to be more than 230 on each game. So I just laid the minus 230. That one's ticked up again to a little bit like minus 240. But I think this series stays under seven games played. All right, well, let's kind of keep it closer here on the show and give a slight preview to the action we have tonight. Again, uh, Aaron Bruski will be joining us momentarily, but let's kind of just tease what we have to look forward to on the hardwood this evening. Let's start in Atlanta. The Hawks taking on the 76ers, and yes, Joel Embiid is questionable. Once again, that's probably going to be a status every single game right beforehand, but Doc Rivers optimistic he will play, as are we, and as you should be probably if you're looking to bet it. This one open with Philly as a two-point favorite. Now they're down to one and a half. Money line-wise, Minus 124 for the Sixers, plus 108 for the home team in Atlanta. 224.5 currently is where we're seeing this total, courtesy of Bat Rivers, and that's where it looked like it opened as well. So not that much movement in terms of this total, but a slight market adjustment toward Atlanta. And look, if you want to bet this series price too, the Sixers about minus 250. The Hawks are 2-1. to one. And, you know, if you've been following the show, the bet that we do have with Philly, plus 440 to win the Eastern Conference and honestly, I'm pretty scared about this matchup. I'm not going to lie. This series seems like it has the feel of whoever gets out to the hot start is going to be the victor in that game. Now, game two for Philadelphia, you had the feeling they were going to come out hot and win that one. And Atlanta made it close, no doubt about that. But the Sixers had too much firepower in the home crowd behind them to not win that game. And this is going to be different. Atlanta is going to be a tougher place to play, certainly. In Philadelphia, you need another great performance out of Embiid. You need Seth Curry to continue to be that strong role player. He's had 21 points respectively in the first two games thus far. Tobias Harris has to step up. And Ben Simmons, if he can limit the Hawks on the defensive side of things, then that's how Philadelphia can have the advantage in this game. Well, let's kind of get into it a little bit deeper with Aaron Bruski, who you can follow along on the tweets at Aaron Bruski and catch his content over at Hoopball, where he serves as the GM. And Aaron, I was just teeing up this game for you, my man. We see Philly Lane one and a half, and this total at 224 and a half. Seems like the market has a little bit more admiration for the Hawks tonight. Do you have the same kind of feeling here, or do you maybe look with the road squad? You know, th this one's the hardest one to call tonight. I actually don't have a great feel for it, mostly because I think, you know, while the Hawks have definitely um you know some firepower here that they can throw at the sixers you know they petered out at the end there they scored five points in the last eight minutes and i my question that i want to know is was that philly starting to tighten the screws on defense or was atlanta just kicking the ball around the yard with all those turnovers i don't have a great answer for that i do know that the ben simmons and uh, matisse Tybel coverage on Trey Young, that was actually a good thing. I had some questions about whether that would be effective because you're just going to screen him off, you know, a lot of the times with Trey Young in the pick and roll. I think in Atlanta, we're going to find out if he's going to try to play the foul game a little bit more, which is personally what I would recommend. If you're going to see those two defenders get used, you know, you might as well make them pay for it. Uh, big crowd effect in Atlanta. Uh, Philly's going to try to retake uh, control of this series. This one is a true toss-up, you know, in, 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 a, in a case like this, I would probably go with Philly, some of the momentum wanting to try to get the series back, um, you know, but even the, the total, I'm, I think that total is really well set. So I'm personally staying away from it. Uh, we'll see Philly come back a little bit. Their offense was really good, and I think some of those turnovers will turn into points for Atlanta. But, man, if it landed right on the number, I wouldn't be surprised. 
I pretty much have the same sentiment with this game as well. I don't have that strong a conviction one way or the other, and I'm rooting for Philly because I have a future on them, but for some reason it seems like this could be a good spot for Atlanta. But, you know, most people, including myself, think Philly is the better team talented-wise and defensively, which they are and should be. Now, depending on who wins this game, whether it's the Sixers or the Hawks, do you think that that's going to have a big indication of what you bet for game four in terms of you would bet the opposite team, or does it depend on who wins this game? Like if it's the Sixers, do you think they get the job done again? Or if it's Atlanta, do you think the Sixers pick it up in game four? How do you really handicap looking forward? I think this is all so detail specific. I'll be watching this game like a hawk, uh, no pun intended here, uh, because how this goes down is going to tell us exactly what these teams are made of. Even the futures for the series prices, you know, if one team loses, but we see one thing, I might go one way or another uh, based on that. Um, you know, the, the thing that really makes this series tough is nobody's tested Atlanta's guards defensively. I mean, we saw a little bit of offense out of the Philly guards. Some might say it's unsustainable, um, but Philly's strengths, you know, their star players are really in the front court. So nobody's made Atlanta pay for their lack of defenders Nobody's pl uh, played Danilo Gallinari off the floor. So uh, I want to see what the adjustment to the adjustment is with Atlanta, what they're going to do with the Ben Simmons coverage. Because again, if you're going to waste, or if you're going to have Ben Simmons covering Trey Young, you really do got to make him pay for the fact that he's a much taller guy, chasing him around screens and get that foul game going. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, yeah, no, this one's a mystery, but we'll learn a lot here tonight. Hey, talk about series prices. The Sixers minus 250 on that, and the Hawks catching 2-1. to one. We're sweating out minus 118 with the Sixers to win this series here on the show Rush Hour. And speaking of series prices, talk about a big difference in the next game tonight, Aaron. The Suns and the Nuggets. Phoenix minus 910 to move on to the next round. The Nuggets, if you think they have some life, plus 570. But looking into the more narrow future, the Nuggets minus two tonight and Phoenix catching it. They're also catching plus 108 on the money line, minus 127 for Jokic and Denver. This total at 223 and a half. Denver, really, their back's on the rope right here. Is this going to be a situation like we saw with Milwaukee and Brooklyn where you got to go with the home team and virtually a must-win game? I can't even refer to that game that we saw last night. It was the weirdest game <laughs> that I've ever seen. And... Uh, you know, as far as Denver goes, I do think you're going to see a punch back. I mean, Michael Malone covered him closely in Sacramento. He's a guy who chooses his words somewhat carefully, but when he's going to call out his team, he knows what he's doing. And they were pretty much dogging it due to exhaustion. I think they'll get that wind back. The altitude's going to be a factor here. I'm not touching the sides. I, I don't. I, I mean, Phoenix, I think, is the better team, and it wouldn't be surprised me if they covered and win. But where I'm looking at for this game is actually the total. I think that Jokic is exhausted. I think most of their main players are exhausted. You move back to the altitude. You got the home crowd on your side. I think they're going to want to minimize the number of possessions that they put everybody through. And then I think conversely on the other side, and we saw Chris Paul do this a lot so far. Anytime things get a little bit out of hand, he starts to walk the ball up. And I think they'll be a little bit choosy about wanting to go up and down with a Denver team that could very easily get the momentum. So I'm actually hitting that under pretty hard in this one. Okay, 223 and a half is where you could get that total. So solid look to go under, minus 108, the price currently at Bet Rivers. And just looking at a player-to-player -player perspective, Aaron, what do you make of Jokic going back home? And, you know, we haven't seen the same numbers similar of what we saw the whole season. And in the first-round series against the Blazers, DeAndre Ayton has been a stud really this whole postseason and has done pretty serviceable job on the MVP. His prop went up to about 30 and a half tonight. Do you think that's a little bit of an overreaction? 
expecting him to just be dominant because that's what we've been waiting for, but maybe Aiton just has him locked up enough. You know, Aiton's going to make mistakes, and they're going to be high-leverage mistakes, and, and those are the kinds of mistakes that could crack a player, and you could start to see some of the defense that we've seen crawl back. Um, I do think Jokic is going to take a lot of shots in this game, and I think he's going to put the team on his back, and, and, and I really think that he's going to be a top 25 player of all time. I mean, he's got every tool in the toolkit, and I think you're going to see it here tonight. This isn't a team that just kind of goes quietly in the night, but you're right. That is a massive number to lay in what I think is going to be a slower game. So, you know, again, that's one I'm probably not going to touch tonight. All right, well, let's look ahead to tomorrow. How about the Jazz and the Clippers? Utah had a great crowd behind them for games one and two. They won't have that similar environment going to L.A. tomorrow. With the Clippers a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, this total 223 looks like the under is trending in that direction and the spread going toward Los Angeles. Do we see some fight out of this Clippers team? Can they come out of the gates on top early? Or are the Jazz just going to continue to rain from beyond the arc? You know, I um, I, I got a lot of faith in Kawhi Leonard. And, and he's he's shown that he can step up in this series. He's not played as well as I think he can play. And I think that's going to end up being the difference um, in this particular game. I, I think this team has had sort of an us-against-the-world mentality after everybody wrote them off. We've seen some strong play out of Paul George. They don't have the depth that, that you want, but the good news, they got a couple different things going for them. The role players for Utah away, not home, you know, how, how uh, that will affect role players, but they've been shooting a little bit too rich, so I think you're going to see some crawlbacks there. Uh, Reggie Jackson's been shooting a little bit too rich, so you might see a crawlback there as well. I actually have the under in this game as well, and I did grab the Clippers at minus 3.5 because – Kawhi, you know, he, he has that ability to, to take the tempo of the game and make it his. And if you start to see the Jazz players not play as well, it gives a little bit more confidence to the Clippers. And you see the, the Paul George that we've seen in this last game. Um, you know, I, I do think that they're actually going to win this game and hit that number. I'm not going huge on that, though. Yeah, I tend to agree with you here. I mean, Los Angeles, they keep coming back in these games. They just dig themselves such a big hole to start out. And you're right about Kawhi. I mean, he can flip the switch really whenever he wants to. It just seems like he picks and chooses, at least in those first two games. You kind of need that consistency from him, especially now with their backs on the rope down 2-0. The series price, Aaron, has Utah minus 410, Los Angeles plus 350. If you're thinking the Clippers can win this next game, obviously it's going to shift a little bit, and then maybe they have the momentum and win game four. Is it likely we could see the Clippers actually push this series maybe to seven games and then you would take the value now? Or you think going back to Utah, it's just going to be all the jazz and the Clippers are just going to struggle continuously on the road? Yeah, I've been asked this question a few times here today. And, and I think the, the key question, obviously, you look for a good number. But I, the other question is, can they actually pull it off? Uh, I don't think they can pull it off. I think Utah is about one or two increments better than this team, and it's the depth. I mean, you got Marcus Morris playing 37 minutes a game. DeMarcus Cousins, Patrick Beverly, about 30 minutes last game. Um, they can't, really, they shouldn't be on the floor in a playoff game. So, I mean, the talent edge is definitely with Utah. Um, it's not a bad bet, though. I mean, you are talking about Kawhi Leonard here. This is, you know, it wasn't that long ago that he was sort of the the hands-down top player in the NBA, and and he's fallen a little bit. He doesn't have quite the explosion, but I think, you know, you know if he gears it up, you, you, you could see some momentum. Um, you know, the Jazz with Rudy Gobert, yeah, he's Defensive Player of the Year, but sometimes he can actually get played off the court. Nobody really wants to say that. You know, these guys get cold, and they get apprehensive. They've got a little bit of a reputation for that. Uh, guys like Joe Ingles, it's not hard to see the Clippers win. 
Um, but I don't know that I would bet on it. So if you're out there, I would take it now while the number's nice and big, because I don't know if it's going to get any more realistic or uh, the number will get any bigger as we go here. All right, Aaron, a few minutes left. Let's preview Sunday's matchup with Milwaukee and Brooklyn. To me, I mean, look, this is minus one, so it's about a pick em in favor slightly of Brooklyn. And to me, it's got to be Brooklyn or nothing. I don't know if you're on the same side or not. But look, the Bucks had to get, what, 35 points out of Middleton and then Giannis dropping 33. You're taking those two guys against KD and Kyrie. I'm going to go with the latter nine times out of ten. And I think the one time was game three. It's such a lower scoring affair. Do you think the Nets can get the job done now in game four after what happened last night? Yeah, there's so much regression in there for the Nets. And you nailed it right there. Those guys, Chris Middleton, Giannis, Drew Holiday, they played about as well as you can expect them to play. I don't understand either team's game plan. These are two running teams that decided to go slow in game three, and it made no sense, and they didn't do anything with it at all. On the other side, you had Kevin Durant miss about five, six wide-open shots that he makes all night long. Same thing Joe Harris. I mean, those two guys alone, their regressions alone, could turn this into a Milwaukee blowout. There's a lot of respect in the marketplace for the Bucks, public, you know, a public name with Giannis, and everybody expects them to be this premium team. When they lost Dante DiVincenzo, they already had depth issues, and now they've got even more depth issues. The the Nets are just so deep. I, I actually love this. I got it at minus two early. I thought it was going to go the other direction, and it headed, headed on down to, to minus one. I love that play. And as far as the over that, that should be hitting, I just can't touch it. Yeah, I'm with you there on the total, and I'm kind of thinking the same thing because we've seen the market go toward Milwaukee in games two and three. We know what happened in game two, and the Nets still covered in game three if you got plus three and a half or plus four. It seems like the same thing. Like, you would think it's too good to be true, yet maybe Brooklyn's just that good. And now as betters, it's time for us to take advantage of these shorter lines. So uh, we'll see if that's the case on Sunday. But I'm absolutely right there with you, Aaron. I'm going to be betting Brooklyn. Minus 113 is where you can get them on the money line currently. Again, like you said, a little bit perplexed. It's moving toward Milwaukee thinking the same thing, but hopefully we get ourselves a dub. And Aaron, hey, enjoy those games tonight, my man. We appreciate you taking some time. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. At Aaron Bruskies, where you can follow him along on Twitter. Giving you great content on a night-to-night basis. Also at Hoopball, where he serves as the GM, covering extensively with the National Basketball Association. Once again, I mean, you know, we're not going to talk about this game as much. We already kind of hit on it with the series bet that I had with the Bucks and the Nets. But for game four, Brooklyn, minus 113 on the money line. Again, I keep saying it too good to be true, but that's what we thought in game two, and getting points with them in game three seemed like a similar kind of thought process, and they may just sweat it out, no doubt about it. But how do you trust Milwaukee now after a game where a lot of things went their way, as Aaron just alluded to? So I think Brooklyn is the play here, and that's why I'm going to tack on to some of our bets that we have later coming up on the show. So still to come, don't worry, we'll be talking more basketball. I got a few plays in terms of props with both of the matchups tonight, so we'll be sure to get to that. Baseball coming up next. We'll preview some of the later games on the slate. And don't forget, we've got some football talk toward the end of the program. Eric Eager of PFF. What does the impact of Julio Jones have on the AFC, their division, some of his profits, and more? And lest we forget, Justin Fields, baby, signed that contract today. What is the NFC North looking like and what is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? We'll tell you all of that and more, so stick around right here on Rush Hour. More bets and action around the sports landscape coming your way on a Friday evening here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. the most out of all odds with bet rivers daily hometown discounts on boots on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook and to make your experience even more rewarding bet rivers offers the most live streams of major sports along with those instant payouts and only one-time playthrough offer valid in illinois only must be 21 or older gambling prompt call 1-800-GAMBLER not valid for any participant of the illinois gaming board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program get a hold of the daily hometown discount check it out betrivers.com Welcome back into Rush Hour, all on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for joining us on this Friday evening. We are broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook up in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. Big thanks to Aaron Bruski to preview some of tonight's and tomorrow in the weekend's NBA action. We'll revisit that next segment with some prop plays that I got for you this evening. But first, let's kind of do a little bit of an intermission, flip the script, go to the diamond, talk some baseball for tonight. And let's start with the potential AL MVP, Shohei Otani, taking the bump for the Angels tonight as they go on the road against the lowly, lowly, lowly Arizona Diamondbacks. So big movement toward the Angels. They open minus 130 up to minus 155 on the money line. The market loving Otani tonight. His total at 9, shaded to the under slightly, minus 112, the over minus 107. So the Angels did just sweep the Royals in three games. They had the day off yesterday. Arizona, they are on a seven-game losing streak, hence the lowly D-backs. 
Uh, you look at these bullpens kind of matched up against each other. Could be sloppy if these pitchers get taken out early. Angels got a 4.80 bullpen ERA. D-backs, 4.58 bullpen ERA. Something's just never changed with, bull, uh, with Joe Madden and not being able to trust a bullpen. Uh, when you look at the splits this season, the Diamondbacks versus righties, 660 OPS, 27th worst in the big leagues. Angels, 731 OPS, which is ninth. Now going to the pitching matchup head-to-head, Otani on the year, 2-1 with a 2.76 ERA. And then the more important indicator, the XFIP, or true indicator in what you're expecting is the ERA to be 3.44. Solid whip from Otani, though, 1.16. You look at Merrill Kelly on the other side. He is 2-6 with a 5.12 ERA. However, not necessarily really true of how, you know, his performance has been. It's just his team is brutal. The XBIP he's got is 3.95, so not too shabby, and a whip of 1.34, which isn't ideal. But just looking at the core numbers, you would think that Kelly has been abysmal. But really been okay. He's been serviceable. Again, this Diamondbacks team is just brutal. This could be a higher scoring game, hence why you see this total at nine. Otani, as good as he's been, he's walking over five and a half guys per nine innings and a 15.4% home run to fly ball ratio. Remember, consider that the league average is typically about 10%, so he is well above that. Kelly's got a 14.5% home run to fly ball ratio, and again, putting into context, league average 10%. So you could see a little bit more action in this game in terms of the runs. I don't really have that strong of a lean. I would probably go Angels, if anything, considering how bad Arizona has been. But you know my thought process if you've been following along with the Angels. Stay away. Don't touch them with a 10-foot pole because they are incredibly up and down this whole season. And now that the line has really gone big time in their favor, it's coming down a little bit, actually, minus 148. But I just don't think this is the best game that you can bet on this board tonight. So I'd probably be sticking away from this one. Maybe look at the over or just kind of a in-game type of aspect if the Angels get down early. Look for them to take advantage of the Arizona Diamondbacks bullpen later on. All right, before we move on, let's talk a little bit more baseball with the Royals and the Athletics. We lost one last night with Oakland. They blew a lead. We're having a tough past couple games with teams blowing one-run leads in Major League Baseball. That's going to happen. That's inevitable. So uh, this next game, though, can the A's bounce back? Well, they're minus 130 currently at Bet Rivers, but the market's been moving toward the Kansas City Royals, who are now plus 107. They opened plus 125. Total went from 8.5 down to 8. Still shaded to the over slightly, minus 114. The under, minus 105. So again, Royals got the dub last night, 6-1. to one. You get Brady Singer versus Cole Irvin. Irvin's a southpaw, and he's 4-7 and seven for the A's this season. 3.89 ERA. Look at that XBIP, though. It's high. 4.57 and a whip of 1.23. Conversely, with Singer, the righty, he is 3-5 this season with a 4.88 ERA. Lower XFIP, though, which is better, 4.14, but a high whip of 1.46. Kansas City versus lefties this season has not been viable. 695 OPS, 20th in the big leagues. The A's, you know, they've been pretty solid for the most part. 704 OPS versus righties, 13th in the major leagues. They do a little bit better against lefties, but again, consider that the market, despite the A's losing last night, is moving toward Kansas City. You know, regardless of what the market says, it doesn't mean it's the right bet every single time. I would still trust Oakland a little bit more so. And the total going down is a little suspect to me. I'd probably go over, if anything. But hey, this one I'm not going to be betting. Didn't like the baseball slate as much today. But we'll look forward to some more NBA action tonight where I'll give you some official plays. Stick around and prop shelf. We've got several. And then we got football to look forward to as well. Many more bets coming your way right here on Rush Hour, also on VEASAN Esports Betting Network.
missed any part of our show, or anything for that matter, on the decent schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. You can catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and the Lombardi Line with decent best bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or the Market Insights Podcast with Josh Applebaum. Plus, got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter, the Ron Flatter, excuse me, Racing Pod. They're all free and available at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast, but most available at vsin.com slash podcast. And we are back here on vsin, the sports betting network. The show is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook here in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. The seats are filled to the brim with plenty of betting action already underway and to look forward to. So let's get you geared up with some of that betting action in the NBA with the Sixers and the Hawks. This game about to tip off momentarily. The spread going back in favor of the Sixers. Remember, we saw it at about one and a half, and now it looks to be at two and a half at Philly. So some late steam going to Philadelphia, minus two and a half. Now minus 134 on the money line. Atlanta plus 115. Total at 225. Big movement as of late toward Philadelphia. But if you tuned in earlier when we were talking with Aaron Bruski, tough game to handicap both of our opinions. So instead of betting the spread, money line, or total, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going the route of the prop. And a guy who stood out to me, how about Mr. Curry? No, not Steph, but his brother Seth Curry. And his points prop tonight, 14.5. Earlier today at Bet Rivers was shaded to the under minus 134. The over was plus money at about plus 105. I think it's been getting some action to the over as of late. But Curry's been great in this series. In two games, he's scored 21 points respectively thus far. And he's averaging 17.3 points per game in four total games against Atlanta this whole year. And that's also the amount he's just averaging in totality this whole postseason. So he's gone over this mark in three out of four contests in this whole season against Atlanta. The one time he didn't go over was back on April 30th. He only dropped seven points. He's also gone over it the last five out of seven games. You look at where his shot selection is coming from. 52% of his shots are coming from beyond the arc. 38% are coming from mid-range. But get this, he's making 45% of those shots from three and 67% from mid-range, which is incredible. Curry, again, you know, we talk about role players for the Sixers. He's the guy who has been great thus far and the guy who, if you're betting against him, you know he's just going to torch you at the worst parts of the game because he is a lethal shooter that you forget about from time to time when you got to focus on Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons just facilitating Curry is a guy who can kill you. And I thought that this number would be maybe around 15 and a half or so. And the fact that the over was plus money, I thought was a great find. So I played over 14 and a half at plus 105. Again, I think it's getting steam that direction. Would still play it, certainly there. I, I think you could get definitely about a 16, 17 point performance here. We'll see what he can do on the road. But I like the value there with Seth Curry. Over 14 and a half points scored at plus 105 tonight. As his Sixers taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Let's go ahead and preview the later game this evening. In Denver, the Mile High City, the Nuggets, a two-and-a-half point favorite against the Suns, who have a 2-0 lead over Denver. A plus 116 is where we're seeing Phoenix on the money line, minus 134 for Jokic and the Nuggets. This total, about 223-and-a-half. Aaron Bruski, if you missed it, he's leaning toward the under in this spot. It seems like it's a get-right spot for Denver. I mean, it has to be, really, like we saw with the Bucks and the Nets. But Denver and Jokic could come alive tonight. That's not the angle I'm looking at. I'm looking at a couple players on the Phoenix Suns this evening. And let's go back to what we know. DeAndre Ayton, he's made us some good cash so far this postseason. Last game, we had him to record a double-double. The game prior, we had him over his points prop. 
It adjusted, was a little bit too high, and luckily we didn't play because I think he stayed under, but we did catch the double-double. I'm doing the same thing tonight. Let's go with what we know. DeAndre Ayton to record a double-double. Yes, minus 129. No is even money. He's recorded a double-double in all five games against the Nuggets this whole year. He's also recorded one in the last six out of eight games overall. Game one, he dropped 20 points and 10 rebounds against the Nuggets. Last game, 15 points and 10 rebounds. Back in January, dropped 17 points, 13 rebounds against the Nuggets. The night before, 27 points and 13 rebounds. And then January 1st, New Year's Day, 22 points and 11 rebounds. So in totality, he's averaging 20 points per game and 11 and a half rebounds against Denver in this year. Now, you could also just think, oh, what about his rebounds prop? Could I just do that over? Well, you could, but it's at 10 and a half and it's little value, just plus 102 to the over. And look, the last two games, he's just gotten 10. So instead of doing that or the points prop, which he stayed under in both in the last game, play a little bit more for the double-double. He's been consistent with it. We're hoping he can do it again. It's been a great matchup because you know how bad the Nuggets are defending the rim. They were dead last at shot accuracy within four feet of the bucket. And that's where a majority of eight and shots are coming from. And you know he's going to be grabbing a lot of the boards. Jokic, it's not a defensive liability per se, but he's not going to be getting the job done on that side of the ball. His primary focus is racking up the points, which he hasn't done as much these first two games. So look for DeAndre Ayton to continue to cruise and look for him to record a double-double. Late about minus 125. Again, it's up to minus 129. But Ayton has been the guy to look at in terms of betting. And I think he records a double-double once again, and that's what we're rolling with. Speaking of guys to look at who have been cruising, what about his counterpart in Chris Paul? His teammate Paul has been historic this series thus far. Nine and a half is where we're seeing his assist mark. The over minus 134, the under plus 105 at Bet Rivers. Chris Paul is averaging 13 assists per game thus far in the series. Nine assists per game in this postseason. He's played against Denver five times thus far. In five of those games, he's averaging 12 assists per game. Now he's gone over this mark in four out of five of the games against the Nuggets. First game in the regular season way back when he had just six. But Paul has been fantastic for this team. And again, he's been cruising over this assist prop. That's why you see it shaded to the over. And he's going to have to do the same thing tonight. This Nuggets team is so great offensively. They spread the wealth so much. You see the likes Mikhail Bridges going off. And again, like we alluded to with DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker obviously going to get his share. And if Jay Crowder's hitting from beyond the arc, that's certainly going to beef up Chris Paul's assist stats. So nine and a half to the over. You got to lay a little bit, but take advantage of it because if he goes over it once again, this number is probably going to be ten and a half or around that eleven range. So I went over nine and a half with Chris Paul assist tonight against the Nuggets. But just to recap, going over the three bets we had in the NBA, we actually added a couple more throughout the show. But for the props tonight, Seth Curry over fourteen and a half points at plus one hundred five. DeAndre Ayton to record a double double minus one twenty five. And then the bet we just talked about, Chris Paul over his assists at minus 134 with the number at 9.5. And, and at the very beginning of the show, we talked about the total games played in the Bucks in the Nets series under 6.5. Laid minus 230. Don't like to lay that juice, but if you have enough conviction, which I do, that this series will not go seven games, and you should play it. And that's what I did. It's up to minus 240 now. Or minus 230 is what I played for that spot. And, hey, didn't make it official, but we were talking about it with Aaron. Love the Nets on Sunday as well, especially that the line's going in favor of Milwaukee. Look for Brooklyn on the money line to bounce back in that spot. So, as always, best of luck if you tail with any of our wagers. Coming up next, we're going to be switching it up, taking a U-turn. Let's go with some football talk, looking into the futures market with Eric Eager of PFF. What's going to happen with the Bears? We'll talk next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Get the most out of all odds with Bed Rivers. Daily hometown discount sound boost on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports and those instant payouts in only one time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self exclusion program. Daily hometown discounts all available. Check them out. BetRivers.com. Wrapping up a Friday edition of Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Thank you for joining us. I'm Danny Burke, your host. At Danny Burke 5 is where you can follow me along on Twitter. We're broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook up in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. Plenty of baseball, NBA, and hockey action surrounding us right now. That doesn't mean we can't focus in to a little bit longer down the road in the NFL because of some of the big news this past week. Julio Jones going to the Tennessee Titans. What are his props looking like? What is that going to do and impact for Tennessee in the division? Let's go ahead and bring on Eric Eager at PFF underscore Eric is where you can follow him on Twitter to get his thoughts on the matter. So Eric, uh, just your initial reaction to Julio going to Tennessee. Does that make sense to you? Did it surprise you? And kind of what was your just general reaction in terms of what that could do for the squad? Yeah, I, I think it, it didn't surprise me very much. Um, it looked like the one team that did make sense. Um, I think my overall reaction was, you know, when you look at Tennessee's offseason, it wasn't a terribly good one. Uh, losing Corey Davis, losing Jonu Smith, and 
some members of the secondary, but Julio Jones, I think, comes in and, you know, makes that team, uh, I think it makes their offseason salvageable. And, and we've seen that in the betting markets with their, their win total moving up a little bit over the past, uh, you know, six or seven days. Yeah, and looking at that win total, nine and a half is what we're seeing. Their odds to make the playoffs currently at Bet Rivers. The S minus 167, no is plus 137. You look at how they stack up in their division, the AFC South. The Colts are still the short shot, plus 105. Titans plus 110. Jacksonville, 8-1. to Houston, 28-1. to Anything that sticks out to you, whether it's the odds to make the playoffs, win total, or the division odds bets, anything that you think is worth a play right now? Yeah, I still, you know, I was fading Tennessee before this move. I think um, if you are inclined to continue to do so, and I think I am, I, I like Julio as a player. I think he's a Hall of Fame player. But at this point in time, I think Tennessee's pretty fragile. Um, you know, defense, it doesn't look particularly good, and they lost some players there. Offense, you know, there still needs like a third option. I don't know if Josh Reynolds is going to be the guy there. Um, so I would probably lean under or no on the playoffs. but. Um, given the way that the market, you know, has has had an appetite to go over and and yes on the playoffs, I'd probably wait a little bit uh, before I would uh, you know put any money on that. Now, in terms of Julio Jones props, total receiving yards eleven hundred and a half over under minus one twelve each way. Total receiving touchdowns seven over under minus one twelve each way. He's only eclipsed that four times in his career. It, it seems kind of ambitious to go over with both, maybe at least with the receiving touchdowns, because you have to consider that Tennessee is typically a run-first offense, and you still have the likes of A.J. Brown to compete with. But seven, I feel like I'd maybe lean under on that. I don't have too many thoughts on the receiving yards. What are you kind of thinking for each of those respective bets? Yeah, we have him right over 1,000 yards receiving and right at five touchdowns, so we would be on under on both of those. Uh, I actually like those bets. It, you know, Just in addition to the fact that the Tennessee's a run-first team, you know, you're taking from Arthur Smith, Todd Downing now, the offensive coordinator, who knows how well that's going to go for them. Uh, and, and as you said, you know, Henry could be the guy to justify his contract, getting all those touchdowns inside of the red zone. Um, you know, and, and, and we have, a you know, A.J. Brown's never had over 1,100 yards. Uh, the Titans haven't had two wide receivers with over 100 targets since 2013. I, I think that there's not as big of a pie here as people believe. And I think a lot of that pie ends up going to A.J. Brown. We have him with over 1,200 yards receiving. Um, you know, I think people are a little bit worried about how to deal with the 17 games uh, and so on and so forth since our intuition is based on 16 games. But I still think in this case, uh, and with many props, you lean under here. Yeah, and that's what you got to consider, too, the expanded schedule going to 17 games. But I'm right there with you. It seems like seven could be a lot. And I know you're looking under receiving yards and, you know, that one I'd probably lean under as well, but really like the under seven touchdowns. Not big enough of a pie, as you alluded to. Completely agree with you with Julio Jones. Let's kind of switch it up and talk some NFC North, though, Eric, because we're always excited here in Chicago about what the future Justin Fields and the Bears could be. And before we get into the division, I, I was kind of talking about this with a friend the other day. And looking at the odds for who's going to be the starting quarterback for week one for the Bears, Andy Dalton is the favorite, minus 250, Fields plus 200, full 16 to 1. You know, it's never ideal to lay minus 250, but all indications by Nagy and company make it seem that it's going to be Dalton. Is that worth the bet still to lay that price if you, you know, what we're hearing, the rumblings that it's going to be Dalton? It's not. And actually, uh, uh, my colleague Ben Brown and I host a, a weekly podcast, and then during the season, it's a daily podcast called the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. And our pick this week 
was Justin Fields two to one to start opening day, and not because necessarily it's going to happen, um, but I think if your you know break even is one you know point three three. Um, you know, that doesn't seem like a terrible bet. We've seen this happen before. We've seen teams go in with all intentions of, of going with the veteran. I think about like Derek Carr in Oakland, you know, they had Matt Schaub in there. That didn't take particularly long. Um, we've seen it in a number of different places. I, you know, I think with Nagy's job on the line, Pace's job on the line, if Justin Fields shows anything in the preseason, he's going to be in there. All right. Well, then let's go back to this NFC North. All indications of what the quarterback conversation could be, it's still up in the air because the Packers, you know, their odds are short, minus 121, and I say that relatively considering if we knew Aaron Rodgers was going to be in the mix, it would be considerably higher. Uh, the Vikings plus 250, the Bears plus 350, and the Lions at 20-1. to 1. Is this a division you just have to stop and wait to see what happens? Or maybe if you think that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back, you take advantage of the lower price with Green Bay. Yeah, I think you'd almost do that if it was a plus price type of situation. Still here, you're laying more than a dollar to get a dollar back. So, um, you know, if if I were going to look somewhere, I think the Vikings, you know, if you didn't get the best of it at five to one, four to one at the beginning of the offseason, you sort of lay off it. To me, the bet to make in this division is the aforementioned Bears, where, you know, Nagy and Pace, you know, the last three years, they're, you're talking about an eight games over 500 team. You get, you know, uh, you know, Dalton's the best quarterback they would have had over the past three years, and certainly Fields, if he plays up to his potential, will be the best quarterback they've had over the past three years. And in a division where, you know, Minnesota is coming off a seven and nine season, we always seem to like like Mike Zimmer at this time of year, but they're sketchy. You know, the Detroit's not winning the division for sure. And then, of course, if Jordan Love starts for Green Bay, um, the, the door is really open there. And, and even if Rodgers does start for Green Bay. You know, I still think that the Bears are in the mix. They have a decent defense. They did lose some players. But, um, you know, at, at quarterback and wide receiver, they're probably going to have their best stable uh, in, in an awful long time. Okay, and if you agree with Eric here, plus 350 for Chicago could be a good selection here. And then you look deeper into their type of bets you can make in terms of the futures. To make the playoffs, yes, is plus 180 for Chicago. No, minus 225. Win total at seven and a half, shaded to the under. It's a tough schedule to look forward to this year for Chicago. How do you think they fare with that really just brutal outlook? It, it is tough, um, and that was sort of the negative part of finishing in second place in that division, even though it did bear a playoff race. But you do have you know, two games against Minnesota in the last four or five weeks. Uh, by then, Justin Fields should be good, and if you're in a position to compete in that division, that's probably one of the two teams you're going to have to beat. So I do think it matches up well for them schedule-wise, but you're right early on. Uh, not, the, not the easiest schedule we've seen. But, again, we're talking about a team where I think you're underrating the head coach, you're underrating um, you know, the weapons and like Allen Robinson and Cole Komet, a uh, second-round pick last season. Um, this is a team that I think has an opportunity, especially uh, if Rodgers were to retire um, you know, in Green Bay. And by week one, what do you personally think the conversation is going to be surrounding AR-12? Uh, I think he'll. I think he'll be on the on the roster, and he'll be starting week one. The, the question really is going to be after you know 2017, 18, 19 of relatively mediocre play on his part, better than average certainly, but for him mediocre. And then a 2020 season where he was the MVP of the league. Which Aaron Rodgers do we get, especially in an off season where you know I, I, we're not, I'm not one to question some of his motivation, but he hasn't certainly been in the building. Um, you know, it's a really good question. I think the world of LeFleur, but he's got his work cut out for him. 
that he does indeed, as does the rest of the NFC North. Many questions still arise in that division with the quarterback conversation, specifically with Green Bay and Chicago. So we're very excited here in the Chicagoland area. And Eric, we appreciate you taking some time as always, my man. We'll look forward to catching up with more football talk throughout the summer. Excellent. Thanks for having me and uh, good luck on your bets. You bet you as well. Eric Eager, ladies and gentlemen, at PFF underscore Eric on the tweets. You can catch him co-hosting the PFF forecast throughout the week. As he said, just talking about that specific bet on his podcast with who's going to be the starting quarterback. Not Andy Dalton per se. Does not have the value. Justin Fields 2-1. to one. Dalton minus 250. Nick Foles all the way at the bottom at 16-1. to one. All right, great conversation surrounding the gridiron. Let's kind of go back and revisit some of the bets we had this evening on the hardwood. We already have one underway. Seth Curry, we had over 14 and a half points at plus 105. I think he's got a couple thus far. But for the later game tonight that you can still get involved with DeAndre Ayton to record a double-double in the last game we played that. And he's got that in five out of five games against Denver this year. 20 points and 10 rebounds in game one. 15 points and 10, uh, 10 rebounds in game two. Hopefully he doesn't make us sweat about the rebounds as much. But Aiton has been a great player so far this postseason. Hopefully he continues that. We laid about minus 129. And that's what we're going to be playing with, with Aiton to record a double-double. And then how about his teammate Chris Paul? Over nine and a half assists. Minus 125, the number I snagged. I think it's up to minus 134 or so. He's averaging 13 in each game this series. I mean... Look, he's just what he's been doing is historic. In 12 assists per games and five games in total against Denver, he's just been the main reason why you've seen the success from Phoenix. Assume it continues tonight and look over nine and a half assists per game. And then we have the total games played in the Bucks net series under six and a half. We're laying a lot minus 230. No chance this game or this series goes to seven games in my opinion. And at the end, added on the Brooklyn Nets on Sunday because we won't see it till Monday. But until then, best of luck with all the wagers you make. Hopefully you cash some tickets. We'll look forward to more NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball action next week. Until then, take care. Best of luck from all of us here at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thank you. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.